Welcome to the Elder Hour podcast, where we discuss the history of plants from a magical perspective. We'll be exploring the history, lore, and mystical properties of a new plant every single week. I'm your host, Juliet Diaz, an indigenous Taino bruja and seer from a long line of medicine women and men. I have a master's of science in herbal medicine, best-selling author of witchery, Embrace the Witch Within, and founder of Plant Coven. And I'm your host, Chelsea Selby, owner of occult bath and body brand, Witch Baby Soap, college-educated holistic health practitioner, and lifelong witch. Welcome to episode 12 of the Elder Hour podcast. Julia and I just had a super long conversation and didn't hit the record button. Super long <laughs> for like 40 minutes, I think. Today, we're going to talk about licorice. The plant with a really interesting scientific name. Yes, the Glycorrhiza, I believe. Uh, Glycorrhiza glabra? Glabra, yes. Sounds very fancy. Yeah, it's his Greek for a sweet root. It sounds like she'd be a fancy old lady with like lots of jewelry, Glycorrhiza glabra. <laughs> That's true. Fancy name. In the Fabiaceae family. <laughs> yes. She originated in the Mediterranean in the Middle East. Yes. Um, so what we were talking about before uh, we hit record is we were just kind of catching up with each other. We've both been through a lot of situations lately, um, given the, the COVID-19 world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. So um, Juliet was telling me about how she's retreating with her family for the next week or so yeah we're disappearing um i live in a two-family home in the city jury city that's full of people and it's very unsafe to go even walk to my car because people are constantly outside not following the social distancing rules or wearing masks so i had to rent out what was it 15 acres to make sure nobody was there (laughs) and we have the lake and the woods and you know, the cabin just for my kids to run around and frolic and for us to enjoy ourselves out there. Yeah, you gotta let me know what cabin that is. I am. I'll send you the link, especially the lady's so great. I reached out to her. I told her, listen, I'm psycho about this whole situation about keeping my kids safe and myself safe. And she was like, that she has autoimmune disease. So we started talking. And she made sure that the cleaning lady who cleans the entire cabin was there four days before I arrived so that we have that clean span as yeah. well. So she's great. Yeah, that's awesome. We we need time away so bad. <laughs> I've been working like 10-hour days. Um, at first, it was just Joe, his sister, and I working. Um, one of our employees came back this week, which has been a huge help. And we basically turned Witch Baby into our house. Um, my inventory manager's desk is now a homeschooling desk. Yeah. And my creative room is a playroom. <laughs> and uh, my daughter's learned how to microwave basically every single food. <laughs> so it's been, it's been challenging, but also really interesting and fun. It kind of reminds me of my childhood a little bit because I used to go to work with my parents all the time. Aww. Well, for yeah. for us, we've been home, like I said, um, for eight weeks now, a little bit over eight weeks, and we do a lot of cooking. I mean, we are doing intermittent fasting as a family, so in the morning, we do like our little spiritual wake-up routine, 
we drink our tea. My kids go to homeschooling. I go and I work out and I do um, yoga and I've been able to work out and I've been so healthy taking all these supplements and herbs and teas and cooking with superfoods that I haven't had a flare, I think one time in the eight weeks and it was very minimal. Um, yeah. And I've lost so much weight and I'm super excited about just my own health bettering itself. But as for my mental state and spiritual state, it's been a whirlwind. It's been many ups and downs, but I have to say that a lot of the work that we've done or how I'm handling it, I come back to myself quicker. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting lost in it for days. So I'm grateful for that, at least. Yeah, the beginning was really, really hard. It was hard as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> bad. Every night at lockdown, I would feel like my conspiracy brain would be like, you're locked in here. You can't leave. <laughs> like, oh, I wasn't leaving anyway. I never leave my house at nine o'clock at night. But my brain was like, this is bullshit. I mean, like, obviously I knew it was necessary, but there was like that little voice in my head that was like, you're trapped. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. I, I became ill for like a week, right? It wasn't even horrible, but I did become ill. And I think that I, it wasn't, I know I didn't have the virus. I know that it was more, it had to do with my emotions being out of control. Yeah. And my mind fucked me up so bad. I became ill for a week where I felt I was coughing for, I don't know why. It was just regular coughing here and there, itchy throat. Um, but that's the extent of that. But my body felt. It could have been. You never know. I don't know because none of, and no one else in my house got anything and I have lupus I don't know I'm just thinking like if I would get this shit I would really go down like yeah but well my friend my friend has an autoimmune disease and she got it and she had no symptoms what she only knew because she lost her sense of smell but her husband had the cough and all the things oh that's that's another one I I was paying attention to that if I lost my sense of smell and taste because my mom did my sisters did um my sister's family did I mean we have a lot of people infected in my family um So I was paying attention to those signs. But my point is that week at nighttime, I could feel myself swallowing. I could feel when my stomach would contract. (laughs) And like, you know, I felt every little thing my body was doing inside and out. I was so aware, so in tune. Um, And I think that maybe that's what kind of pushed me into being sick and because of that fear that I initially had, but Hey, you never know if I actually had it, but I'm just so happy I got through it and I don't have to worry antibody about it. Antibody test now. Huh? That you can take, you can take an antibody test now. Oh, really? To find out if you had it. Ooh, I'm not going yeah. to a hospital though. Fuck that. No, no. Like PM pediatrics is doing it. My daughter goes there all the time. So I got an email from them. Hmm. I have to look into that to see if I did get it. That would be yeah. interesting. Interesting. My my mom has it and she got it really bad. Um, we're trying to get rid of the cough now. It's just not going away. My stepdad that lives with her and is doesn't listen to us is next to her all day long, every day. He had four heart surgeries, has a heart monitor attached to him because he has uh, a robot heart. I don't know, pumping his uh-huh. heart. Um, super weak, super ill man. And he got tested and didn't get it. That's bananas. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Maybe he got it and he was just like one of those symptomless carriers. I don't know. And everybody's being affected differently. I'm just one of those people that's like, you know, I'm not taking that freaking risk to find out what kind of people yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. 
or my children. Like I'm, I'm okay with having to be secluded anyway. I'm an introvert anyway. Yeah. I've noticed that not much has changed in my life. Right. Cause we're super introverts, right? I just work and, and parent and I'm basically doing the same thing. Same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I work from online. Um, if anything changed for me is kind of maybe the direction and amount of contact that I'm giving out. Um, yeah and more of an understanding of who I am and the direction that I want to go to and where I want to move after this is over. Cause we're leaving to the islands. Yeah. Well, Hey, a lot of, a lot of people in congested areas are moving after this. Oh, this is horrible. I, I, I never want to live in an area like this. I've never wanted to in the first place. Um, I always said I'm leaving, I'm moving. In the beginning of this year, we started looking for houses. It's taking us a, a, a few years to kind of be like, okay, we need to actually do this move because we're not happy with city living. Um, I never, ever was. But this has really propelled me to be like, you know what? Life is short. I want to live the rest of my life actually living it and in a place yeah. where I could enjoy visually um, and physically as well. This is no life for me to be in my apartment or an introvert most of the time for the rest of my life. That's kind of sad. Yeah. It's just not enough plants for you. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine how many plants you're going to have when you have a yard. I am so sad. That's the only thing that's been keeping me not so happy is because I would go hiking almost every weekend and go and visit the farm where I get my plants. And I haven't been able to do that. I even called them and they're like, we don't really suggest you to come in. Yeah. Well, they just opened up the parks so you can go and hike again. Well, that's the thing. Like I am just worried about the people not wearing masks. And I see this when we went just recently to get our groceries People are jogging and bicycling and running around with no mask on or just it just it's just things that I'm noticing that people are really not taking the initial steps to kind of be safer and to protect others. We went to the beach last weekend and like a lot of people on the beach weren't wearing masks, but everybody was staying really, really far away from each other. Not like California. No, everybody was really far away from each other. Like no one was near each other. And it was nice to see that everybody was kind of like taking the social distancing seriously. Yeah, I think people are under the impression if you're outside, you don't really need to wear a mask. But like in a building, you should be. No, everywhere. Even like we wait for our post. We know when our postman comes and we wait three hours after he leaves. <laughs> so we could go outside with a mask and grab our mail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I bought Gia a really cute cinnamon bunny one. So Aww. now she's like fine with wearing a mask. She out. looks cute in anything. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> um, so we were also talking about spiritual Twitter's response, spiritual Twitter and Instagram's response to, to the pandemic. Yeah the pandemic and quarantine and we were speaking on how you know this is a time to just take in the lessons instead of preaching yes and a lot of that happened like I said I I didn't even go on social media initially for about two and a half weeks and when I come back there's people you know, talking about premonitions and talking about, you know, putting fear out there and making themselves superior as spiritual people and how gifted they are and how they're more prepared than other people. It's just, it was really disturbing to see that, especially from people who I followed, um, no longer following. Um, 
who are using this time to, you know, market, make more money and put themselves on top of other people. Like if they're more knowing and no one's more knowing people, like if they're more knowing and no one's more knowing. I think like kind of everybody had the, this feeling that something bad was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Remember when we first got on TikTok over the summer and all these teenagers were like, something just feels wrong. Oh yeah. And I think about that a lot because it's really interesting to see like the collective consciousness and all these teenagers who are like very open to the spiritual world, just feeling the offness. And now you don't see that as much because the thing has obviously occurred. Yeah. But these are all just like random teenagers, not even in the witchcraft community being like, something just doesn't feel right. Like this January, um, Lorraine and I, um, you know, I'm published by Hay House and Lorraine and I were going to publish, a, um, it's like a planner calendar together mm-hmm. and we were doing the proposal and all of that. And Hay House was back and forth with us. It usually takes Hay House to approve, um, my proposal, like two weeks max. Mm-hmm. This was January, February, and still we were back and forth and me and Lorraine, something doesn't feel right. Like the, the planning for this planner calendar was supposed to be like a spiritual, um, planner and calendar. And we were filling out the energies and we could not grasp the energies. We were like, I told her, this is not normal January energy. And she's like, this is not normal February energy. (laughs) Like something was off from the beginning when 2020 started, the energies from the start were weird. They didn't feel the same. I know I mentioned the earth not being the same and shifting from the very beginning, Mm -hmm. but we didn't know that it was going to go to this extent or this craziness. And it's, it's it's really like, kind of nuts it just felt like the going into january felt like like a for sure end like an end yes into a new decade it's a new year and it felt like an end but it felt very final like yes you're right than other years yes i agree so much and i think so many people will agree with that because there was something that we were feeling that something was off and we could just not put our finger on it you know yeah, like that chapter. Well, Astro Twitter totally called this shit. I mean, they've been talking about this forever. <laughs> like, how this year is going to be crazy. So it it's just really, it's so interesting to just analyze. So um, I definitely want to not talk negatively about people on social media who are, you know, trying to preach and you know, try to put themselves above others. But I do want to say this, that this really isn't a time for you to kind of go off of someone else's words. It's okay to follow people and be inspired by them. I'm trying to inspire. I'm trying to put out content that's more connected to me and how I'm dealing with this. And maybe that will inspire some other people, but not preaching. And I just feel this is a time for you to be still really stop and listen to your own thoughts, your emotions, even how your body feels. Um, try and meditate. I mean, not try, just really, really try. <laughs> and because meditation is really where you get a lot of your answers from within, you know what I mean? Um, and meditation doesn't have to come in the form of just sitting and closing your eyes. It could be something creative that 
it's like a rhythm that kind of takes you into an out of experience. You mentioned this before, right? You said what cooking or washing dishes? What was it? Yeah. Anything I'm doing, like a, a anytime I'm doing a mindless task, I just kind of go into that ether or whatever. Yeah. Like, I zone out painting without worrying what you're painting, um, creating, um, me is like working with my plants, watering them, um, making sure that they're okay and healthy repotting. I take sometimes when I have the most anxiety, I notice I take a shower at least three times a day. And it's because in the shower, I'm, I feel like it's a meditative state in there. Mm-hmm. And it really calms me down. The water really grounds me some for some reason. I'm a fish. That's where I meditate the most. Yeah, I'm a fish. Pisces and water. So that's my <laughs> that's my my home. My grounding space would be in the water. So it really, really feels great to release and let go. So find things that help you feel good. Cut down on technology, I would suggest, and TV time. Um I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Animal Crafting. <laughs> <laughs> it really is calming. And one of your Animal Craft, you said tomorrow is their birthday. Yeah, one of their birthdays is tomorrow. <laughs> Mine threw me a party because today is my birthday. No, yes, it is your birthday. I sent you a happy birthday via text. I sang to you. I know. I, I heard it. <laughs> Thank you. I sounded horrible. <laughs> so... No. You, I, you don't even want to hear how bad I sing. One time I sang so bad that a, a guy did not call me back. <gasps> what? I'm a terrible singer. That's hilarious. I want to hear you ever. sing now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I really just wanted a, a little bit on that. You know, just be mindful of businesses who are actually protecting and taking care of their employees um, who are really trying to do their best in following order, not orders, but protocols to, for the safety of their customers. Yeah. Uh, it's been challenging for us because, you know, we want to meet the demands of our customers and we want to be able to get everything on the website, but we're selling out very quickly and we have a limited staff to label. Like there's so much that goes into getting a product to the website. There's making yeah, and, and you, you guys took off, it. you guys took off for quite a while too. You took off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really hard for us just to get back into the swing of things. Um, but you know, it's, it's a weird time to be a business. Cause like, I don't know what to post on social media. That sounds okay. Like I'm trying to find my, voice in this COVID world. Um, some of the things that I want to say as a person are not the things that a brand says. It's like, right. I understand that. Yeah. From the brand and speak as a brand during this time, because also I don't know if it's just my Gemini placements or whatever, but I, I really like I really can't stand the fakeness of marketing and, you know, when, when commercials are like, we're there for you and we're doing all that we can. I don't, I think it's just, it's also me. I hate, I don't like marketing either. I don't like talking about myself, marketing myself. I don't like selling like those selling points. So I've, I've had to come with a kind of common middle place where I'm comfortable saying, Hey, this is available now in my Patreon, for instance, but I don't push and be like, this is the best thing ever. And this is going to help you yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, the way that like modern marketing has, is, is 
has become is just so I don't know like it's my birthday and I got I got like a million happy birthday texts from I mean emails from companies and it's like you don't give a fuck about my birthday that's how I feel about Facebook because everybody who says happy birthday on Facebook none of those people text me on a a regular I'm like you You just know because Facebook told you (laughs) but at least they're real people like I'll see somebody from my past and be like oh it's their birthday I'll say happy birthday but like the random company that I bought things from one time, like five years ago, wishing me a happy birthday. They doesn't give a fuck about my birthday. They just want me to come back. Yeah, exactly. It's true. You know? It's very so, true. So saying stuff, like everything feels incredibly insincere, even the things that are sincere, because right. it's like, I know I'm in this world full of like, standardized covid emails that like you know everybody was joking about how they know whose email lists they're on now because they got a covid email from every company that they've ever ordered from <laughs> yes it's like true. we didn't send out a covid email because we keep everybody updated on social media and those types of things it just felt really like you know yeah we didn't send that one either the only the changes that we made were more like you said to to be compassionate and more sensitive yeah so we we really went in what if i was part of a school because my school um sacred craft academy we dropped our prices 60 percent. like it's 15 dollars right now and four dollars five dollars for the library we dropped the price so much intense but you know what Lorraine and I spoke about it and we didn't even see it as, Oh my God, we're going to lose profit. We did. We are, but we're looking at it as, Oh my God, this is great. We get to keep everyone in a space where they'll feel safe and still spiritually practicing and learning without having to feel financial hardship. And that's something that we looked at. Like we would appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's the other aspect is like small businesses. A lot of people are mad about small business businesses posting and uh, they have to. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's there. We can't just stop. We can't just there are no um, we don't get unemployment. No, or not working. You know, we there are very few protections for small businesses. And as you've seen, the business loans went to huge corporations they did i saw and i and we we live we live in the same state so we listen to this dork on live all the time yeah and the money coming in is very minimal even though he makes it seem like everything's dandy because that's his job but people are not getting their money or getting money yeah it's it's uh you know people are in dire straits so they still have to work and i try to be empathetic and compassionate when reading on social media that maybe somebody was just in denial about the situation. Maybe they just don't understand how they're coming across. I worry about how I'm coming across. It's, it's a lot of, um, it's like new terrain to navigate, you know? Yeah. I've never seen anything like this in my life. So yeah. Many people, I mean, this is, this is an epic, situation you know i i have two sides to how i feel about this entire thing one side you know i just lost my stepmom my family is sick from the virus not my family in my house but you know extended family my mom my sisters and so on 
Mm-hmm. So I have this compassion and sensitivity to the reality that there is a lot of deaths. Oh, and at the same time, I actually put a team of um, death doulas together to help families who've lost someone to the virus. We were up to 17 pe- families now. And that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm very aware of that, you know, and then on the other side of it, I'm very spiritually enlightened and feel like I'm in divinity because of all the time I'm spending in and the pause in the, in the world and the universe, the pause in the earth. Like there's two things going on at the same time and there's nothing right or wrong about how you approach this. Um, it just, you really have to feel it out for yourself. I would just say, you know, you have to really just kind of pay attention to your own thoughts and what you're going through and how you're recovering, um, from situations because we were off for three weeks, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Like you have to take things day by day. Now there's no planning for, the future. Like you told me, Oh, that's record on Wednesday. And I was like, uh, that's two days away. I don't plan that far. <laughs> like one day I was totally fine. And I microdosed my mushroom and I was like in divinity. And then the next day I find out my, you know, my stepmom didn't make it. It's just, it's an up and down, like a real it hard. Is. It's like, you're just floating along and in you're space. Like, you're, you're, it feels slow and at times it's strangely calm and then and then it's like fast 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 and something is happening and like we we lost um joe's grandfather to my daughter's great-grandfather so that was really tough and you know that was over easter and it's just so many ups and downs that it's it's so much to process at one time all of the things that are going on. Yeah, it is. It really is. That's why you, it's important to take things as they come at, in, in that moment. And I have this discussion with my husband a lot because, you know, he, he works in the sports industry. Obviously there's no sports. He's been home eight weeks. Um, yeah. Thank God. I, you know, I do work from online and even with the drop of the, the prices, I still have, you know, I had a check coming from Hay House, my first check for my book, So we have that in the bank supporting us right now. I'm not, you know, mindlessly wasting that money and it's going to go to buy our home once this is over in the islands. I'm getting away from here. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to my roots, going to islands and, um, and the homes will probably be really cheap after that. Oh, I hope so because girl, they were really pricey when we were looking before. We're all gonna get our millennial recession homes. Oh yes. It's, it's coming back. I, I think that, you know, this is going to last not that I'm predicting this, I am a seer, but from obviousness and, and what's happening now, I'm talking from that perspective, this is going to last quite a while. And, um, but I do feel that because it's going to last quite a while, it's going to force people to get out of that fear mode, that denial mode and start making changes to how we could live in the new world other than the old normal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You can find me on social media at Witch Baby Soap on all of my socials and my personal Instagrams at Stay at Home Witch. Where can we find you, Juliet? 